0: Hello and welcome to GM the GM, a podcast all about escape rooms from a behind the scenes games master perspective. Today's episode is definitely from a games master perspective. Today I'm going to tell you seven things that you do to make your games master hate you. Yes, yes, I know that sounds a little bit harsh, but there are some things that players do that really, really annoys us. So here we go, guys. Let's dive straight in. Number seven, ignore our rules and advice. So upon arriving at an escape room, you will be given certain instructions and advice, sometimes in the form of a health and safety briefing, maybe via a video or perhaps verbally by your games master. The obligatory health and safety talk can be given in many ways, but no matter how it's done, it's all true. It's all true, I promise. We are not lying to you. So many players often think that I am lying to them when I'm telling them not to touch certain items or that certain items are not part of the game or that they don't need to use any great force on anything. I so often get comments of, oh yeah, but what if she's making that up? What if she's misleading us? What if she's lying? That's not the case, guys. Honestly, it's really, really not. The puzzles are there for you to try and solve, but we're not trying to deliberately mislead you or, you know, trying to deliberately ruin your experience. We want you to have a great time. We want you to solve the puzzles. So everything that we say, especially in the health and safety talk, it's all true because we need you to be safe and we want you to be safe very often we are telling you things based on past experiences. So when we tell you not to touch or unscrew light bulbs, not to put your fingers in electrical sockets and not to take apart the furniture, well this is because it's all been done before and it's just annoying to have to go in and clean it all up afterwards. So just don't do it. Plus some of these things are downright dangerous. We're trying to keep you safe and limit the amount of damage that we have to fix please listen to us and just do as we say. You'll have a great time, we promise. Number six, use force. Unless special permission or otherwise stated, you never, in capitals, never, have to use force in an escape room. And we really don't want you to, as you could end up breaking things. I often see players trying to pry things open or shaking things and pulling down on locks this is never necessary. As long as you've done the thing correctly, then everything should happen nice and easily. If you've gotten to a point where you're convinced you've done it right, but something isn't moving or opening, then you need to ask your GM what to do. Don't just force it. I always tell my players that they are welcome to look around with their eyes and their hands because we do encourage you to be curious and find things. However, if you give something a little wiggle and it's not moving, then it probably doesn't need to move or you have to solve a puzzle to move it. Yet, I still get players that force open magnetic locks and attempt to lift or move heavy furniture. The other day, I even had four players get on one corner of a very large object to try and lift it. I soon told them not to. There are a few things that I see a lot of and I'd like to ask everybody not to do them. Firstly, there is no need to vigorously pull and wiggle a combination lock after trying a code. If you have the correct code, then the gentlest of pulls will release it. If it doesn't release, then check you've lined it up correctly and then check that you've got the correct numbers. If you're absolutely convinced that you have and the lock still isn't opening, then let your GM know because they can advise. You might be absolutely convinced you've got the correct combination, but it's not. So they can advise you. You don't need to try and force that lock open. Or it could just be a mistake and you may have the correct combination, but there might be something wrong with the lock. Even in that case, the GM should help you rather than you trying to force it. Another thing is not to shake and rattle boxes to guess what's in them. I see this happen quite a lot and the reasons really are obvious. Firstly, you might break whatever is inside the box and secondly, you might break the box. So just have a little bit of patience and once you've solved the puzzle, you'll find out what's waiting for you also along these lines, is not to pick up a locked item by the lock. This puts strain on the haspen staple and it might snap it. And it also might break the lock, might break the box, or whatever it is that you're picking up. So just use both hands, pick the item up gently, and don't pick it up by the lock itself. If you go to open something and it gives a little bit but doesn't come open, then don't just squeeze your fingertips in and yank it harder. It's likely locked with a magnetic lock and you'll ruin the flow of the game if you force it. And also you'll end up with things that you haven't used because you've gone ahead and forced something open. So it would get confusing a bit later on in the game. The basic rule here is have respect for what you're handling and be gentle. Number five rudeness and inappropriate comments. I think that because escape rooms are a fun and leisure activity, sometimes people forget themselves and end up being rude or inappropriate. But it's not acceptable. Escape rooms attract parties such as hen-doos, stag-doos and birthday celebrations. We therefore sometimes have to deal with rowdy groups that may or may not have had a drink, or three. I'm not going to go into details, but I have experienced and know of other GMs that have experienced inappropriate sexual comments from players. Sometimes players can be rude whilst playing a game, too, and this usually comes from a bruised ego. The few times I've experienced it has been when a player has needed a hint and then been angry with themselves for not solving the puzzle and they verbally lash out. Recently, and for the very first time, I actually had a customer make me cry. Again, I'm, I'm not going to go into detail about this, but the customer just went a bit too far with a joke and ended up insulting me, which shocked me so much that after they were in the room, I just burst into tears. They just hit a nerve and I spoke with my managers about it and they do agree that it was over the line and rude. I didn't take any action in that case but I'm just saying it to demonstrate that yes escape rooms are fun and yes you should have a laugh and joke with your games master but don't take it too far, don't forget yourself and don't end up being rude or causing offence. Number four. Expecting us to bend to your every whim. I wasn't quite sure how to word this one but what I basically mean is this. Just because escape rooms are often small and independent businesses, it doesn't mean that we should accommodate all of your demands, especially if they are are unreasonable. So for this point I'm talking about the die-hard customer is always right people. These players really take advantage of small businesses and I have some examples to explain what I mean. Some people Ask to use promotions that have ended or backdate refunds because they didn't see an offer. Well, that's just tough, really. I do know that some owners would give in to keep the peace and not create any bad press. But if you had a Tesco voucher and it expired, you wouldn't go in and ask if you could still use it. In fact, you couldn't because they wouldn't let you. So why should an escape room just because they are a small business? A small business usually can't afford it, whereas Tesco could. Letting an extra player in the room is another common one that I get asked all the time. Escape rooms have a maximum number for a variety of reasons, health and safety being the main one, and enjoyment of the game being a close second. The game will have been tested, and the maximum number of players will have been determined so that everybody is able to enjoy the game and do something, Yet players still ask if we can squeeze another one in and try to make us feel guilty if we say no. You wouldn't ask to squeeze another one in on a packed out ride at Alton Towers, would you? So please don't ask us. It's just awkward. Number three, hack locks. This one is confusing to me as well as annoying, but first I'll just clarify what I mean. Hacking locks is when a player guesses a code for a combination lock without solving a puzzle, not by accident, but on purpose. I've seen this being done quite a lot. It's probably a weekly occurrence and it's very confusing to me. I don't understand why on earth you would pay £20 or more to go into a room to guess combination locks. I just don't understand the attraction of doing this. If you want to do that, you could go to... Wilco or Timpson, buy a combination lock and then get somebody to set it for you and then just sit in your own living room and try to hack it. It would only cost you a few pounds for the lock and you could do it over and over again. It would be a lot cheaper and a lot less hassle. Hacking locks though can really upset the flow of a game. If you hack a lock, then you will skip over parts of the game, meaning that you'll get confused later as you'll end up with things that you would have needed, but now you don't need them because you hacked a lock. So it means you'll probably get confused. Also, if you were to end up hacking the final lock of a room, then you would literally just skip straight to the end and you'd miss all of the fun in the middle. My advice is not to do it at all. But if you cannot resist the temptation, then try this first. Ask your entire team whether they mind if you hack the lock and see what they say. I bet they won't want you to. Every single lock hacker that I've seen has done it quietly and secretly because they know that they're breaking the rules and they shouldn't really be doing it. So announce to the team, guys, I'm going to try and hack this lock. Is that okay? Do you want me to? I bet you they won't all say yes. Number two, arriving late. This is such a bugbear for your games master. If you arrive late, it messes up the whole day and schedule. This one could even come under number four as well, as a lot of teams show up 15 minutes late or more and then expect to still get the full experience and the full hour in the escape room. But sorry, guys, if you're really late, then that's just not going to happen. If you were to turn up at the cinema 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes late, you will have missed the beginning. And they're not going to start it again for you because they have another showing of it afterwards. They can't let their schedule run behind. It's exactly the same with escape rooms. If you turn up really late, we may have to take time off of your time in the room because we still need to give you the health and safety briefing and we still need to tell you what you're supposed to do. But yet we also still have another game after you. So we can't let it go too late. If you're going to be late, and I know it happens sometimes, it's even happened to me, but if you are running late, then please just call ahead to tell your games master that you're running late. What the games master can then do is plan accordingly and do their best to accommodate you once you arrive. They can perhaps adjust a couple of things to make it a little bit quicker, or they just be prepared so they're not hanging around waiting and wondering where you are. They can, you know, they know that you're going to turn up late, so they can just, you know, quickly get you in and get the briefing done and get you in the room. And it's just so much nicer for us to be pre warned it's just quite rude to just turn up late and expect everything to just happen as normal. So if you can let us know that you're running late, then that absolutely helps. Number one, all the GMs are going to sigh or snigger here because this one is linked to number two, but I thought it deserved a spot of its own. One of the most annoying things that you can do as players is turn up late and then, need the toilet. <sighs> yes, all GMs will know the scene. You're waiting for your team. You're checking the time every couple of minutes. They're five minutes late. They're eight minutes late. They're 10 minutes late. 13 minutes late. And you start to hear voices. Ooh, ooh, is that them here? They're here? Yes, they've arrived. Yay. Oh, but wait. It's a team of 10, and the first thing they say is, Do you have a toilet? All of us need to go. That's okay, isn't it? Oh dear. Now you have to stand there and wait while 10 people queue to go to the toilet, and by the time they're all done, another 10 to 15 minutes has gone by. Yes, I have been in this situation many, many times. So, just a little warning to players escape rooms often only have one toilet. In fact, I've been to a couple of escape rooms where they don't have a toilet at all. So please, please try to deal with your bladder before arrival. And a little tip for GMs. You can always explain that because the players are late, they're welcome to use the toilet, but they will have to wait until the game starts, as you can't let the game start any later. Sorry. So those were seven reasons that your GM will hate you. But despite this, we will still do our best to hide it, and we will try to give you a good time. But if you notice your GM's face twitching, or a frown furrowing on their brow, think back to these things, and if you have committed any of these offences, then you'll know why. If you haven't, well, maybe you just have a miserable games master. Next time, I will turn the tables and focus on the games masters and give the top things that they do to make their players hate them. So, players, you'll get your turn in the next episode, don't worry. Brace yourselves for some home truths, GMs. We're not perfect, you know. Thank you for listening and I hope you've enjoyed it. You can find me on Facebook, search GM the GM. You can email me, gmthegm at aol.com. And if you think I'm doing a great job and you'd like to support me, you can head over to Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash GM the GM. It'll be lovely to see you on any of those platforms. And I will speak to you next time, guys. Thank you so much for listening. In the meantime, keep on escaping.